the Biden administration finally takes down the Chinese weapon of mass destruction, a balloon. Project Veritas gets a Pfizer exec to confirm what we already knew, and Ilhan Omar's minion decry the Republicans of stripping her of her committee assignments. And you'll never guess what they accused Republicans of. This is Gene, you're listening to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Hey, this is Gene. Welcome back to Dumbasses Talking Politics. You might have noticed I wasn't here yesterday, and that's because I had a death in the family. My grandmother just passed away on Sunday. Um, decided that I just didn't... I, I gotta be honest with you, I was just kind of depressed. I didn't really function at all yesterday until I went to the gym and kind of blew my load off and relaxed and things like that. It, it was it was a rough day. It was a really rough day. Okay, so um, so I apologize for not being on. I'm on today. Uh, today's a lot of audio today. It, there's some really interesting things that happened. So first off, let's get to the news. Let's take a look at some of the news of the day. So China decided to send a spy balloon last week. You probably heard about that. That was Friday. Um, It flew over the entire United States. It was first detected over the Pacific entering Alaska. Uh, It went through, I mean, basically the entire continent. It went through Alaska, Canada, went through Montana, Iowa, Missouri, the Carolinas, it was finally shot down off the Atlantic in South uh, in South Carolina. So off of South Carolina. So it they eventually decided to shoot it down. We still have no idea. Now they said that it wasn't that big of a deal. They were jamming any communication between this this spy balloon from China. They <laughs> they said it was okay. I don't know what took them so long to shoot it down. They, they said they didn't want to shoot. When it was first seen in uh, Montana, the thought was, well, shoot it down. And Biden said that he had ordered it to be shot down. But either he didn't, which I don't think he did, or uh, his leadership just ignored him. Even the, the uh, governor of Montana said, shoot the thing down. There's, I mean four people and a hundred cows in Montana. There's nothing in Montana. One of the reasons they didn't want to shoot it down was because they were afraid that this thing was going to uh, cause damage when it hit the earth. But, you know, Montana, Alaska, shoot the thing down. (laughs) Listen, there are a few things this could have been. Okay. One, this was an actual spy balloon. This thing was traveling across the country trying to pick up information. That's not looking like, I'm not so sure that's a thing, okay? I Because it's just kind of, you have satellites for that. Why do you need a balloon? It's kind of a weird thing. Um, it also could have been an accident. It was actually a Chinese spy balloon, but it, it went over the wrong spot. And though there, was, there were reports that the thing was being controlled, it's possible the thing just came here by accident. The other thing is could be as a distraction. And this is something that a lot of pundits have been talking about, that why are we paying attention 
to a balloon. A spy balloon? Now, could it have been a distraction? Well, possibly, but a distract. I mean, why? Why else would the media be following a balloon for four days? What else in the world is happening? Well, there is something. Uh, Joe Biden's just released two high-profile prisoners from Guantanamo Bay, uh, Guantanamo Bay, who had a lot to do with the um, 9/11. One of them was Safala. Paracha. He was a 75-year-old and he was one of he was in Guantanamo Bay for 18 years and he is one of the uh, architects of 9/11. So he was released on Saturday and he was sent to I think he was sent to somewhere in South America. So yeah, uh, there's one. That's one thing it could have been a distraction for. And then not to mention he had released another guy by the name of da, 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 uh, Mahid Khan. They had replaced, the, he he was removed back on Wednesday, Tuesday or Wednesday. So it could have been that, hey, they just didn't really want <laughs> to talk about that. So could have been a distraction. What it also could have been, that that, that uh, balloon could have been, is a uh, test. It's to see just how far China can go with the Biden administration before the administration does anything. And if it's a test, Joe Biden failed. Because the first thing everyone that said, the first thing he should have done is shot that damn thing down. And they discovered the balloon before it even entered the United States or entered uh, the uh, northern uh, the North America. They they found that balloon over the Pacific and they never did anything about it. So it's very possible this was China just trying to test Joe Biden and his resolve. And he failed the test. He has no resolve. He has no backbone. Of course, Joe Biden today is saying, oh, hey, or yesterday he was saying, Oh, yeah, no, I told them to blow that thing up a long time ago, but they didn't want to. The military did not want to. Baloney. That's not true. I I don't believe him. I mean, this is a guy who didn't want to go after Osama bin Laden when we had him. So I'm just not buying it. So the Democrats, of course... They decide, well, we this is this is a really bad look. They they openly admit this. And so what they've decided to do is uh say that it was Trump's fault. That China's been doing this for years. And it happened under Donald Trump. And Donald Trump didn't do anything about the balloons. Now, of course, the Trump administration, everybody on the Trump administration was interviewed about this, and guess what they said? No, that's, we never had a balloon. It never got up to us because the balloons were either blown up or they were out of the country before they know they knew they were there. President Trump sat there and said, no, that's never happened under my presidency. John Bolton, who is no fan of President Trump, sat there and said, nope, that never happened. We've never had balloons over here. And when we did, we've had balloons, but we didn't know they were even here and they, they escaped. So, yeah, I, who are you going to believe? Are you going to believe Donald Trump or are you going to believe President Biden? And that was the big argument. And if, if here's the thing. One guy I was talking to on Twitter, he sat back and said, well, what, President Trump had balloons and he didn't blow them up. 
Why is it President Biden's fault? Well, if there were balloons, spy balloons from China over the over the United States and Trump did know about them and didn't blow them up, it would be his fault too. It just shows a lot of weakness, a lot of weakness out of this presidency, and it's not getting any better. We are, wow, this is, this is a huge story, and it is probably going to be one of the biggest scandals that's going to hit the pharmaceutical community since the op- opioid epidemic outbreak. Um, there came an admission by a pharmac- by a Pfizer executive. I believe he was a program manager. He may not have been an executive, but he was a contractor. He was a program manager. Uh, by that was caught on camera by Project Veritas. Project Veritas is that awesome news. It's not a news agency, but it's a journalist uh, journalism uh, corporation company. And basically, this guy admitted that, hey, uh, we don't know if the the vaccine for COVID is going to affect birth rates. We don't know. We know it affects the menstrual cycle in women. We don't know if it makes them sterile. We, we have no idea. Listen to this guy, because this is just absolutely amazing. Something irregular about their menstrual cycle, so people have to investigate that down the line. Yeah. Well, that is a little concerning. The vaccine shouldn't be interfering with that, so we don't really know. It, it shouldn't? It shouldn't. Be like that. But is it? There's something happening, but we don't know if we're out. Well, I mean, you're a urologist, so you must understand, like, what's going on with it, right? Like, so that's why I understand that it's weird. I hope we don't find out that, like, there's somehow this mRNA, like, lingers in the body, and then it, like, has... Because it has to be impacting something hormonal, to impact menstrual cycles. Yeah, or, like, the entire next generation is, like, super... Could you imagine the scandal? Oh my God! I mean, I take off my resume. This is just another example of how all these conspiracy theories these guys keep telling us, and how we're being banned from everything. It's just another example of how these conspiracy theories are all coming true. I this is not a conspiracy anymore. These guys are actually admitting what we thought of about a year ago. That there's something wrong with these vaccines. Maybe we shouldn't trust these vaccines. It's going to be it's going to be curious. I'm going to be curious to see what's going to happen with this whole thing because this is going to be investigated. I mean, Pfizer, this guy who I'm sure is not doesn't is not employed by Pfizer anymore. And supposedly, Project Veritas has more from this guy, and they're releasing it in segments. So the last time. He talked, he, they, they released something. It was about gain of, gain of function research, which by the way, everyone said that's not happening. Now we know it is happening. And now this guy is saying, oh, it's, it's been messing around with the menstrual cycles of women. I, I know I had some problems with the vaccine when I, that's why I never got a booster. It was messing with me and I wasn't interested in it. Women had been complaining that their menstrual cycles were off. Josie even complained that her menstrual cycle was off. Just absolutely incredible. I can't wait to hear what uh, Project Veritas is going to release next with this guy because apparently this is a four-part release. So the first part was gain of function. The second part was 
how they're pretty sure that this vaccine is messing with menstrual cycles. What else can come out? I'm going to be curious to see. So here's some good news. Uh, the um, unemployment rate has gone down to 3.5% from 3.6%. And the number of jobs increased by 517,000, way above what they expected would would come up. They thought it would be about 187,000 jobs in January, up to 517,000. That's great news. So again, unemployment down to 3.5. That's the lowest it's been since 1969. That's fantastic news. Here's the problem. Average hourly uh, earnings increased only 4.4%. Now that's down. Now the big problem with that 4.4% is inflation is at 6.5%. So tonight the state of the union is, is happening and it's going to be interesting to see what Joe Biden's got to say. He is still looking at, he's still looking at rising we're looking at rising interest rates. The interest rate, don't forget, was raised 0.25% or 25 basis points. The Fed already said they're going to raise it again, but they saw how uh, they saw how um, inflation dropped, so they they didn't want to raise it too much. The reality is, again, they're going to. It's about 4 4.75% now. It's going to have to be at 5.5. 5.5% to 6% in order for um, inflation to go down to 2% inflation, which is what it's supposed to be. But we're still looking at stagnation. We're still looking at a recession. Though, if we have a recession, it, though it's looking a little less likely we're going to have a recession, it just looks like we're going to be stagnating. Stagna stagnation is just as bad as a recession. Because stagnation means that people are going to lose their jobs. This is this is going to happen. So it, if we're lucky, we won't get a recession, and we'll just get stagnation. But stagnation is no better. It, it's it's pretty bad. So good for Joe Biden. I can't wait to listen to his State of the Union tonight because I'm sure to God that everything he's going to talk about is going to be how great the economy. I mean, the gaslighting is incredible. Everyone knows eggs are, are selling for eight dollars a uh, uh, eight dollars a dozen now. It's it's everything is going pretty badly, and he just keeps telling us, "Hey, no, it's great. Everything's fine." Now, between the stupid weather balloon and and the economy, the Biden administration is failing miserably. So we'll we'll see. Okay, so speaking of uh, Joe Biden. Uh, let's get into our Kamalaism of the day. All right. So Joe Biden thinks we're all stupid, and this is just going into the economy thing. Uh, he has no idea, but I'm not sure if he's this stupid, if he's trying to bullshit BS us. Or if he just is completely out of touch. I want to say it's probably a little of all three. Here he is on Friday touting how great the job numbers were. And he's asked if he has any blame when it comes to inflation. Does he take any blame 
for inflation numbers being what they are. I guess we shouldn't be any we shouldn't be surprised at all by his response. Listen. Do you take any blame for inflation, Mr. President? Do I take any blame for inflation? No. Why not? Because it was already there when I got here, man. Remember what the economy was like when I got here? Jobs were hemorrhaging. Inflation was rising. We weren't manufacturing a damn thing here. We were in real economic difficulty. That's why I don't. Thank you. What a load of crap. What a load of crap. Inflation was at 1.4% when, when Biden took the White House. Is that 1.4%. We were also shut down the entire economy. And we still had low inflation. What is he even talking about? Inflation is at 6.5%. It's supposed to be at 2%. It's 350% above where it's supposed to be. And while he was president, it got up to 9.3%. He is 100% responsible for inflation. And by the way, it's been two years since he took office. When is he going to stop blaming the former president. I don't know. He's also responsible for the high energy prices, the high car prices, the high housing prices, the high rents, high food prices. He is responsible for it all. And you know what? He will be responsible for the stagnation or the the stagnation or recession that we hit. And he's going to have a real, it's going to be real tough for him to, to keep blaming Trump for everything. It's been two years. Take responsibility. But he's just, he's playing out the Obama, the Obama playbook. He's, he's doing the Obama playbook. Obama, any time there was a problem under Obama, Obama blamed Bush. Obama was seven years into his presidency. We were suffering from stagnation. And he was still blaming George Bush. Absolutely incredible. Okay, so here's some fun. Ilhan Omar on Friday or Thursday was kicked off the Judiciary Committee. Yay. I'm, I'm sorry, not the Judiciary Committee. She was kicked off the Foreign Affairs Committee. Yay. But I didn't actually listen to the debates they had until Friday. And I got to tell you, it was delicious. The Democrats, absolutely, especially the squad, absolutely threw a hissy fit. So this is the final. This was the vote. The gal is, is sitting back. She's the speaker in interim. And she is... The ruling had already come. It was 218 to 212. And here she is making the official announcement. And the one thing she has to ask is does everyone accept this and you you have a yay or a nay it, it's it's theater it really doesn't mean anything she does this because she has to but you can hear the democrats absolutely throwing a fit listen is on adoption of the resolution those in favor say aye, aye. those in favor say no, no. chair that the ayes have it and the resolution is agreed to and without objection the motion to reconsider is laid on the table gentleman from mississippi is recognized i mean it, it's like that 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 gal the meme 
of Donald Trump winning the presidency and the chick sitting there and just screaming into the air, no, no. Yeah, that's what they did. I, it's just the temper tantrums these guys threw. But the, the best parts were the actual speeches by the squad members. AOC, Cori Bush, Rashida Tlaib. Oh my God, it was just absolutely incredible. And you know what they blamed, right? You know what, what they said caused Ilhan Omar to lose her seat. Everything is racist. Everything is racist according to me. Everything is racist in 2020. That's right. Not that she's a raging anti-Semite. Not that she hates America. Not even that she married her brother. But everybody's a racist. And all the Republicans are racist. And in white supremacy. Here's Rashida Tlaib. I, I, the, the squad is fantastic because they, they just, they're so theatrical. I mean, these gals do nothing. They don't vote on anything. They don't put any bills out. They're, they're terrible politicians. But they sure, can, they sure can throw that racism thing all over the place. Here's Rashida Tlaib, who just was completely heartbroken that her her being anti-Semite too. She's she hates Israel. She hates Jews. She's into this BDSM thing where by you know get rid of divest out of Israel. She actually has a map of Israel in her office with a sticky note on top of it calling Israel Palestine. There's never been a Palestine, by the way. So here she is going off. Censor Congresswoman Omar in the same week, they introduced a bill to ban federal employees from engaging in censorship. Where are the free speech warriors today? The hypocrisy is obvious to the American people. You are showing who you all are, really. The gentlewoman's time has expired. Omar will not be silenced. The gentlewoman's time has expired. Omar. Gentlewoman's so time sorry, has expired. Sis, that our country is failing you today through this chamber. You the, belong the gentlewoman is no longer recognized, and the the gentleman from Mississippi is recognized. They had to cut off her mic. <laughs> That's how bad she just throwing an absolute temper tantrum. And of course, AOC. Oh, she was she was phenomenal. You knew she was going to come go off. So and, and she's all jumping up and down like a Puerto Rican jumping bean. The video is pretty awesome. You need you should go to Dumbasses Talking Politics and take a look at the video because it is pretty awesome the way she's hopping up and down. And what's amazing, what's amazing, it always ends up being about AOC. And that's exactly what she did. She's screaming about Ilhan Omar losing. And then somehow at the very end, it goes back to her life being threatened. Let's listen to AOC throw a fit. Don't tell me that this is about an a condemnation of anti-Semitic remarks when you have a member of the Republican caucus who, have, who has talked about Jewish space lasers and an, an entire amount of tropes and also elevated her to some of the highest committee assignments in this body. This is about targeting women of color in the, in the United States of America. Don't tell me because I didn't get a single apology when my life was threatened. Thank you. I mean, everything she said was nonsensical. 
It did make sense. First off, Marjorie Taylor Greene did get stripped of her committee assignments. And who stripped her of her committee assignments? The Democrats. That's why Republicans are doing this. So she didn't have any committee assignments. It's an absolute lie. And then somehow she goes right back. Of course, it's women of color, blah, 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 sexist, racist, homophobic, blah, blah, blah. But then it goes all the way back. Her life was threatened and no one apologized to her. I'm sorry, did anybody who threatened her life in Congress? I don't think anyone did that. But it's always got to be about AOC. But the Oscar goes to squad member uh, Cori Bush. She, <laughs> I mean, she's a BLM activist. And of course, uh, again, racist, racist, racist. That's, that's all these people ever talk about. That's, all, that's the only argument these folks have. Every, everything's racist. Well, here's the problem. If everything's racist, nothing is racist. So it's just, it's gotten real old. I'm, I'm sure every Republican out there was just like, whatever. Okay, so let's listen to Cori Bush go off on white supremacy happening in Congress. Senator Bush, the gentlewoman is recognized for one minute. St. Louis and I rise in support of Congresswoman Ilhan Omar. I've been to her district. I've spoken with her constituents. We visited marginalized communities globally together. This institution is better because of her leadership and the Foreign Affairs Committee benefits from her perspective. So let's talk about what's really happening. Republicans are waging a blatantly Islamophobic and racist attack on Congresswoman Omar. And I've said it before, I will say it again. The white supremacy happening is unbelievable. This is despicable. It is Congresswoman Omar who has been harassed at her job for simply existing as a Muslim woman in Congress. It is she who has been attacked by a member of this body, ridiculing her as a potential terrorist for simply existing as a Muslim woman in this Congress. So rather than bring an actual accountability, any accountability to Congress, they bring this offensive resolution to the floor. This is just a bunch of racist gaslighting. We all know it. Vote no. Speaking of gaslighting, I mean, seriously, Ilhan Omar has been valuable to Congress? How? She hates America. She's been saying it for years. She married her brother. She's got. Fi- she's under investigation for campaign finance violations. She's already been... They, they were supposed to rip her apart in a bill disavowing anti-Semitism, and they they changed the bill. She has been completely coddled. She's been completely taken care of. She's a terrible human being. She shouldn't even be in Congress. I don't know how these people keep getting elected. And Cori Bush, of all people, she's just an idiot. These people are so stupid. AOC, Cori Bush, Rashida Tlaib. They hate America. They're terrible people. She should not be on the Foreign Affairs Committee. I mean, this is a woman who wrote to a judge defending ISIS terrorists. I I don't understand how anyone thinks that this this she belongs on the she belongs on the um, uh, the Foreign Affairs Committee. Someone who wants to defund Israel. Someone who wants to who hates the United States. Who wants palace? Who calls Israel a a uh, apartheid state? She doesn't belong in the foreign intelligence, foreign uh, affairs committee. Absolutely terrible. 
I, I, and you know something? I just listen to these folks and I smile because there was a, there was a chance she was not going to be on the, she was going to be on this committee. There was a chance people were not going to vote against her. There were three Republicans, don't forget, said, no, I, she should be on the foreign affairs committee. So this was, it was actually kind of a surprise that she got kicked. Okay. So uh, I will talk to you tomorrow. Visit my website at dumbassestalkingpolitics.com. Um, we've got some more fun stuff about uh, The View, of course, because The View is just a load of crap. Take care of yourselves. Talk to you tomorrow. This is Gene. You've listened to Dumbasses Talking Politics.